great mother, holy spirit, yin, divine mother, cosmic moon, deep space, the moon, dark matter, the void, the black hole, Hattar, Isis, Diana, Mami, Ishtar, Kali, Mammy, and Mother Mary. Hello, welcome to Great Mother Speaks. I'm Tammy Taylor, your manifestation muse. And today we're talking about the judgment piece is all about realizing that the world judges us on a trend basis. How we judge today is completely different than how we judge tomorrow. That's why morality, what is good, what is bad, is changing all the time. So you can't go by morality. You have to go by ethics at the very least, what is right and what is wrong. But for this kind of deep work and deep practice, it is more about what is right and what is wrong for you. And to heal mama drama trauma, we have to release the judgment around determining what is right and what is wrong for us. We can't judge it based on the world. But at the same time, it's always hammered into our head that what the world says is good or bad, the lowest possible denominator of the highest form of living, we're told, is the highest, the most important. And that is reinforced by our mothers who tell us we cannot survive without this lifestyle, this belief, which is in varying degrees. Some others are more liberated with that than others. But the bottom line is, at the very least, our greatest mothers teach us what this mindset is. You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Welcome to the meaning behind the message. The deep read, where I channel Great Mother's breakdown of the question. Those of us who want to dig a little bit deeper, uh, this is where we meet up, and this is where we talk great mother stuff with regard to our questions that we have in this very deeply personal healing process. The question asked on Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck Podcast, how do I have a successful no contact relationship with my mother with loving detachment. To hear that reading, go to the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck Podcast and you will get the specific message, the forthright answer uh, to that question, which is what we do when we work with the Great Mother Speaks Oracle Deck. We use it for clarity balance and confirmation in our daily practice of living in loving detachment from mama drama trauma. So this question is the elephant in the room, right? We're talking about healing a condition in which the mother projects an unhealed aspect of herself onto her child causing emotional and or physical trauma in cases where she is unable, unwilling, or unavailable. She may have transitioned or is otherwise unavailable to share her healing with her child. 
give that to herself in order to give that to her child, her family, her friends, her partners. Um, loving detachment is required for the child to live a happy, healthy, and whole life. So the elephant in the room is that question. And Great Mother came through with a great clarity, balance, and confirmation. So you want to go check that out. Here, we define our terms. What do we mean? Or what does Great Mother mean by success? How do we determine when we have succeeded, even when it doesn't necessarily feel like we have or that we are in the healing process? And of course, talking about that, we're talking about the cycle of healing, the symbology of the lunar cycle in the Oracle deck is indicative of that personal Process. All of us heal in different ways at different times. Okay. And so how do we do that in a way that is both loving and detached to give us that time and space we uniquely need in order to heal? Because, of course, when we're talking about mama drama trauma, we're talking about not receiving the love we need in order to feel loved. The setup from a soul contract perspective is that we are paired with a soul that is unwilling, unable, and unavailable to provide us that so that we can fulfill the terms of the contract, which is to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. So it is necessary to be deprived of maternal love in order to be inspired. And as the suits of the deck bespeak the acronym ASPIRE to live in loving detachment. We won't aspire to that if we always have the love that we need. So. The approach is to initiate a process of rage release because initially we don't understand all of this. And not only do we have confusion, which is why Great Mother provides clarity, we are imbalanced emotionally. We are either hypersensitive or not sensitive enough. And so we find ourselves always seeking balance externally. Great Mother brings us back to that internal space of balance. This is all a setup to grieve the mother that we want so that we can accept the one we have. That's a grieving process because we're letting go. That's how that was channeled to me, actually. She said, let go of the mother you want in order to receive the one that you have. We are receiving the mother we have. When we see her through the eyes of the soul, contract, recognizing this is a soul that loves us so much, they are willing to play this role 
for our souls to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. We realize that the separation anxiety and initiation into that conscious realization of our divinity, standing in our own self-love and spiritual relationship with all that is, is what our life is all about. Then life beyond MDT not only becomes a possibility, but a duty. We must perform for our own evolution. So that's the elephant in the room with regard to sowing seeds of success when initiating this process, going from one stage to another in our consciousness. There is a very real, primal, sense of fear and insecurity that rage comes from based on the disconnect. Feeling left alone in the world. We do all sorts of things to compensate for that, all self-destructive until we do what we must which is separate ourselves from that toxicity. And that means different things to each of us. I know for me, it has meant complete no contact. So I understand the extremes of the continuum. For others, it means more contact. It means learning more about who my mother is and what she's about so that I can learn where I need to establish boundaries. What is this about? It requires more investigation, but the boundaries are more of an internal process of letting go of all of the expectations, but getting clarity about what they are. Sometimes we have mama drama trauma because we've been too smothered. We've been nurtured out of balance. And there's a rage about that because we are unable to secure ourselves in the world, to be resilient in the world. And we realize that because every time we try, we're not allowed to get our feet dirty. And now after a lifetime of that, there's a lot of rage because there's an imbalance of motherhood there too. And so whatever the process is for you, whether it's unraveling these things, which we all must do through this process. So success is difficult if we are dealing with naysayers, codependency, blocking our personal and material resources, readily available 
to assist us in this process. If we're dealing with someone who's too emotionally needy or we are still emotionally needy that we can't detach enough in order to see clearly, to get the balance we need, and then receive the confirmation from Great Mother, we're blocked. And so when we're blocked, oftentimes we will in an external sense be successful the material resources, okay? We have the resources we need to do and to go where we need to go. You know, we have the resources, you know, in order to find out what we need to find out and research and, and whatever and to get the counseling and the coaching, whatever. We're successful in an external sense, but there's no family connection or relationship. And so that void gets emphasized and expanded. So the internal success is often seen externally as an unsuccessful individual, but this individual somehow oftentimes can have very rich personal and professional relationships, one or the other. But some connection with someone or, or groups of people that on the outside, they may not have the material resources, but internally they're able to connect with others. We're able to connect with others. And so we decide where we need to be once we know where we are. If I know that the goal is to lovingly detach, I need to know first who and what I'm attached to. And what we're attached to is a fantasy mother. Who and what Ever she should be in order to fulfill our unmet needs. And we hope against hope that she will do that and that we somehow can manipulate the situation in order to create that mother. You know, kind of like this Frankenstein type syndrome that we have. We want to create this, for lack of another term, ghost mother through our own sheer will. But these are delusional seeds which bring forth nothing but more frustration because the only thing that comes out of them is more delusion, more confusion. The clarity that we seek in a no-contact, lovingly detached relationship are seeds that accomplish that goal. When we can look separation anxiety clearly in the face and realize, hey, I'm externally successful according to my mother's standards. That's external, what she wants, outside world. But on the inside, I have no relationship with her. I'm going to need time and space in order to accomplish the goal of living in loving detachment from her because now I'm pissed off. Now, I have fulfilled her goal, but where am I in this picture? This is conscious 
growth and development. This is the purpose of Mama Drama Trauma, to wake us up from this sleep. And our mothers are assisting us on a soul level to do that. She's like shaking us with this behavior, you know, just kind of like shaking the body, you know, like wake up, wake up, wake up. And same for the other end of the continuum. If we are unsuccessful, and she's always talking about we should do this, we should do that, and that is a form of emotional abandonment. We're not getting the love that we need, the support that we need. This is all a setup. It doesn't matter how you're seeing it, what example. This is the bottom line. This is how we feel. And so we have to feel it before we heal it. And in order to feel it, we have to acknowledge the LTBS. We have to acknowledge the low tolerance for BS that we have for the outside world so that we can deal with the BS in our inside world. And we're feeling unsuccessful too, truth be told, because we bought into this, you know, we have to acknowledge and recognize we have been sold a bill of goods with all of this. And kindly and compassionately allow ourselves to process that. You know, we, we have to really allow ourselves to process that we've been sold a bill of goods and we are responsible for dealing with reality now. Low tolerance for BS. That's what it looks like consciously working with it as opposed to this outward expression of rage, this projection of rage onto others, we're not, quote unquote, blaming the victim. We are reframing victimhood through our divinity identity, knowing that we are dearly loved, divine children of the great mother, father, God, who are never judged, condemned, or left alone. This is all a setup for greater greatness and so this separation anxiety becomes more of an initiation process through this dark night of the ego as I call it can be the dark night of the soul as well in terms of clear understanding the dark night of the soul is the conscious process knowing this is a soul contract. But when we're unconscious, we're projecting rage, it is de definitely dark night of the ego because we have a layer to go to get to this part where separation anxiety, being sick and tired of being sick and tired, becomes this initiation process to separate with the intention, sowing the seed of loving detachment. We may not know how to do that now in a healthy way. We may not have any idea how this is gonna work out in the end. We may not have any idea how to do this today. But with my practice, working with the deck, getting the messages that give me the immediate insight I need with this issue right now, I can separate myself with the confidence in this moment and this situation that loving myself 
and self-mothering, reparenting myself in this moment is done without shame, blame, or guilt because I am dearly loved and I'm never left alone. This is what I need to do for myself now. That is conscious rites of passage. Initiation always has three phases. Separation from the old to the new. The transformation that happens as a result of that separation into the new. And the ultimate integration in living the new moving forward. With regard to letting go of the mother we want in order to accept the one we have, we are letting go of the fantasy mother to embrace the human being before our eyes who has MDT unknowingly for the most part. That's the mother we have. And of course, we also have great mother. We embrace the mothers that we have, surrogate mothers, aunts, grandmothers, elder sisters of all kinds and all persuasions that have incarnated specifically to support us in healing our relationship with ourselves, first and foremost. Healing our relationship with ourselves enough for us to love ourselves. You know, they're always encouraging us to love ourselves more and take care of ourselves more. That's not happenstance. That's not happenstance. That's a soul contract as well. We are never left alone. So this shift in perspective allows us to recognize who and what we're talking about when we are ready, willing, and able to initiate the grievous process of letting go of the mother we want in order to accept the one we have. How do we know we are successfully doing that with loving detachment? When we are ready, willing, and able to engage, whether it's in our minds, in our thoughts, our ideas, our beliefs, our words, our deeds, fully recognizing that we are completely relearning ourselves and reintroducing ourselves, being reintroduced to our mothers. We are receiving her as she is. The more we receive ourselves as and who we are. We are all dearly loved divine children of the great mother, father, God, who were never judged, condemned, or left alone. It's simply a matter of consciousness. So, again, we do not cause, we cannot cure, and we cannot control someone else's mama drama trauma. 
the focus is on our own healing, if in that process of healing, it is supporting others, which it always is, we don't have to always be conscious of how that is happening. The focus is on us being conscious of that process within us. We can then more accurately see who it is we're receiving. Let go of the mother we want so we can accept, we can receive the one that we have. That's the goal. So who are we receiving? Who are we dealing with archetypally on a soul level? What is that puzzle piece to our unmet need for maternal love? What is that puzzle piece? What is that opposing piece that meets that need? This is the deeper meaning behind what Great Mother's answer to that question was, is in our ability to answer that for ourselves, our ability to identify that for ourselves through a practice and a process of doing that on a daily basis, as a matter of habit, as a matter of function, as a matter of being. That's just what we do, that's just who we are. We are aware of this process we're undergoing. And what is this process? It's a process of initiation. So, in defining our terms, success is the accomplishment of a goal. Success being accomplishment of a goal means that there's a goal that somebody is aware of. You know, sometimes you can have a goal and nobody knows you have it but you. I know that I have had weight loss goals that I have just kept to myself because I don't know that I'm going to achieve it. You know, uh, dietary goals, you know, and things I just kind of keep to myself because it's not something that other people need to know about unless they're an integral part of my process. And I have found out that many times I need to share what my goals are with my partner so we can coordinate our meals in order to make my life easier. This is the conscious process of reclaiming our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole as divine beings. We monitor that, and we determine that, and we manage that in the little decisions we make on a daily basis. So by realizing why I'm keeping this goal to myself because I may not succeed with divinity identity, I'm learning that it's easier for me. Therefore, it makes me happier. Therefore, it makes me healthier. Therefore, it makes me more whole and holy if I do, quote unquote, go out of my way to coordinate my meals because then we can coordinate our grocery. Then we can find out whether or not he likes to eat the stuff. You know, 
I don't know. I haven't really asked. I'm just assuming because that's not what he eats and it's a struggle for me. These conversations are things that make our relationships richer. And so we get all of this stuff through an initiation process of going from one way of being to another way of being simply by allowing ourselves to be aware of what our goals are and whether or not on the other end of the continuum it becomes an external goal. So the example that I just gave If success, the accomplishment of that goal, is being determined externally, that would be giving my power completely away to my partner to determine the menu and just hoping, you know, I can work around it to get what I need to be healthy, happy, and whole. That's external validation. We want to find balance in there somewhere when we're talking about success. So if we're asking a question, we want to be clear about our terms so that when we get our reading, it's clear. The answer is clear. So going in knowing that when I ask Great Mother, how do I go non-contact with my mother with loving detachment? How do I sow these, how do I sow seeds of success? In doing this, how do I set a goal that is accomplishable? I want to accomplish this goal with loving detachment. I don't want to carry this rage. I do want to heal through forgiveness and release. I do want to engage this grieving process. I do want to practice this process as the deck is designed to assist us in doing. And when we are consciously, daily engaged in that process, we know when we're moving closer to that goal and when we're moving away from it, not with a sense of self-judgment and condemnation, but with a very clear sense that we are going through a process of initiation, moving from one state of being to another, All initiations are rituals. They are rites of passage from childhood to adolescence, from single bachelor, bachelorette life to marriage, from life to death. All major events in our lives are marked by ritual. Childbirth, the insemination, the pregnancy, the birth. All of these are identifiable in the phases of the lunar cycle. So when we look at clarity and defining our terms, when we say that we want to go no contact, we're saying I want to move from contact, toxic, abandoning, abusive contact, to another place of no contact, which is going to be non-toxic, non-abusive, and non-abandoning with my conscious process. I will not recreate the toxicity because many times people 
think, okay, I'm going to separate myself and I'm going to move away or I'm going to start a new family or I'm going to do some distracting activity that keeps me away from mama. Meanwhile, because I haven't dealt with the rage, that's all I'm attracting to me is more of the toxicity. Whereas when we're ready, willing, and able to face the reality that we are jumping off a ledge to save our lives, trusting our divine wings will carry us at just the right moment, as they always do when we do this lifetime after lifetime, when we have enough courage, enough willingness, readiness, and availability to and for our souls to soar. We do. This is what we do. But we have to get to a place of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, which is an invitation. Again, shifting the perspective. Is success an internal process of consciousness or an external validation? We have to choose who we will serve, what perspective we will serve. Going back and forth is simply going to tire you out more, which is great. There's never any judgment or condemnation. We get to decide when we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. In fact, we are the only ones who can decide that for ourselves. We can play all kinds of games, and isn't that what children do? At the end of the day, we are all dearly loved divine children. Isn't that what we do? So no tea, no shade on anything from this space of divinity is what Great Mother is speaking. What we know is successful in accomplishing the goal of loving detachment is we are here to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. Loving detachment facilitates that. Accepting ourselves, our mothers, and therefore life as it is, is a huge order. But we can fulfill it moment by moment, day by day, with enough self-love, enough self-compassion, enough spiritual independence to connect. Because what Great Mother wants us to know is that going no contact with loving detachment What's right for one is wrong for another. What's just for you could be totally unjust for me. There is no comparison between us. There's simply the time and place, space we need in order to do the healing work we need. That's all. 
We access it through our integrity. That is what the I stands for in the acronym, ASPIRE. I is the heart chakra, the fourth letter of ASPIRE. And it's all about tapping into that soul guidance and guardianship that supports us in our unique healing process. Because there's a time and place for everything under the sun and everything is telling us now under the sun that this is a season of change. This is the season of renewal. This is a season of destruction reconstruction, regeneration. We're all in different places and different spaces in this continuum, in this cycle, all symbolized by the lunar cycle and the chakra symbology in the deck, as well as the archetypes, speaking of archetypes that we represent. These very much integral personalities that we all express in one way or another at different times in our lives. Who are these gods and goddesses of the deck? They are heroes and heroines who have already gone through their own divine journey back home to themselves through self-love and spiritual independence. Notice how the mythology is never talking about a perfect being, be they a deity or human. It's never a perfect being. So we need to get off this thing about the flaws and the taboos and the judgment about our divinity. It just is. Accepting it does not mean that we accept a life or an attitude of licentiousness that, you know, we are just all that. But instead, we are able to realize that if we are not living, we're dying. And that's all good too. Sometimes things need to go, they no longer serve us. And when we're in that dying process, which is what this healing supports us in dying to that self, that expectation, that ghost mother, that fantasy, dying to fulfilling these external expectations, we can live low to the ground enough to reground ourselves to reintegrate ourselves so that we can be regenerated for a new cycle, allowing this process. So how do we go no contact with loving detachment? Through a daily practice of loving detachment. Using the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck is a great way to do that, to begin to feel and learn the cycles within you. To be a conscious participant in your initiation process. Avoiding many of the pitfalls, or once you do fall into one, as we often do, having a guide to get out in a way that is lovingly detached from others, but also from the shame, blame, and guilt within. Thank you so much for listening. And for getting deeper into the read behind that question, I hope you are working with your decks. And if not, get a reading. Find out personally what Great Mother is speaking to you at mamadramatrauma.info. But above all, and most of all, remember, Great Mother loves you, and I do too.
Now the judgment piece is all about realizing that the world judges us on a trend basis. How we judge today is completely different than how we judge tomorrow. That's why morality, what is good, what is bad, is changing all the time. So you can't go by morality. You have to go by ethics at the very least, what is right and what is wrong. But for this kind of deep work and deep practice, it is more about what is right and what is wrong for you. And to heal mama drama trauma, we have to release the judgment around determining what is right and what is wrong for us. We can't judge it based on the world, but at the same time, it's always hammered into our head that what the world says is good or bad, the lowest possible denominator of the highest form of living, we're told is the highest, the most important. And that is reinforced by our mothers who tell us we cannot survive without this lifestyle, this belief, which is in varying degrees. Some mothers are more liberated with that than others. But the bottom line is, at the very least, our greatest mothers teach us what this mindset is this planetary psychology is so that we can operate in it. Now, how we choose to operate in it is only a possibility once we realize this. You can't choose to do anything differently than what you were raised to do until you realize you were raised to do that and you want to do something different. When you realize that, then you have a choice to make. How long it takes to make that choice is an individual determination. It's on an individual by individual basis how long it takes for us to really take that leap of faith into living according to what is right and what is wrong for us. And that is the ultimate appreciation. That is the ultimate self-acceptance. That is the ultimate self understanding, forgiveness, and love. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black Hole, Atar, Isis, Diana, Mommy, Ishtar, Kali, Mammy, and Mother Mary.